0: Three, two, one, let's go. It's Coach Theo at the FMU Faith Fitness Farm Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you would have saw what went down at FMU Church on Sunday morning, it was incredible. I wish you were there. Uh, I wish I could explain it, but I don't have time to. Today, I'm answering a simple question. How do we get into heaven? It's a question that's been asked a lot lately, and I want to go through it in the most simplest way possible. But I got to tell you this. Be ready. Be on the lookout for some incredible things you're going to see this Thursday, Thanksgiving morning. It's our Gives Back Random Acts of Kindness. We're about to hit people. Something multiplied this Sunday morning at church, and I can't wait to tell you guys, but I'm going to keep it a surprise. You'll hear about it. You're going to see it. Oh, man, it's awesome, and it's all God. I will do this for today. We're going to answer this question in the simplest way possible. Real talk And before I say anything, I'll put scripture in the little podcast notes because I'm actually not near my notes right now and I'm actually driving. I'm being honest. I'm just talking this through into my microphone because like I always tell you, sometimes you feel urgency to get a message out and it just can't wait. There's somebody listening today that needs to hear this right now. And if I waited, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to hear this. They want to know, do they have eternal life with Jesus in heaven. Do you really believe, right? That's a question that I've been getting. Do I really believe? How do I know if I really believe? Do good people go to heaven? If I do good works, does that get me into heaven? Is it true that there's only one way? Oh boy. Let's go right to the Bible and find out. Now I shared an awesome story on Sunday. I'll use it as a visual today. We broke it down so much. We we, we kinda gave so many cool examples and really like ah, just applied it to today's life, what we're seeing out here in this world. I'm not gonna be able to do that right now. Like I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you missed. But if you look at Mark 5:25, you see this really cool story of one of Jesus's miracles. He heals a woman who bled for 12 years. I'm gonna use this visual for you to, to drill home the teaching point today about how do you get into heaven. So this woman was bleeding for 12 years. You get a lot of details and she's so isolated because of her health condition she would have been considered unclean according to old testament times so it's a big deal that she's in this crowd as jesus is making his way with his disciples through this crowd that's crushing him the bible tells us he's making his way to perform another miracle he wants to uh go heal jairus's 12 year old daughter because she's dying well anyways on his way she's so desperate she she says if i just can touch his garments." I will be healed and he who is feeling all these people crushing against them and touching him actually feels her touch his garments and he says who touched my garments so he stops and even though people his disciples are like what are you doing you know everyone's touching you what do you mean who touched my garments he could he, he could feel the power left him he stops and he goes who touched my garments and she's kind of fearful and trembling but she admits that she did it and he goes daughter This is the only time he calls anyone daughter in the Gospels. He says, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. You are healed. And and this is the visual that I want you to catch. He said, your faith has made you well. So he didn't even say, I made you well. He said, your faith has made you well. So we know like, if we want to be healed, if we want to be restored, we muster up any last little bit of strength and energy to crawl through any situation to push through any obstacle to get to Jesus because he's the one that heals restores and saves and she knows that and he says your faith has made you well so step one is your faith we all know that but we're not gonna leave you there at FMU Church because step two is your action and this is what I want you to see from this story she takes action she with full like motivation through her desperation takes action to get to Jesus. But her action was driven by her faith. So it's and, both. And that's what I wanna break down for you really, really quick. How do you get into heaven? Step one, you would actually confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and admit that God raised him from the dead and he is the only way into heaven so that's the simple answer and you might not want to listen to anything else right now you might be like sweet thank you for the answer i am good some of the scripture you could look at for example is romans 10 9 through 10 confess with your mouth you'll see that and there's a lot more like i said i'll post them but that's step one right you would actually make that statement that jesus is your lord and savior he is the way into heaven but like i said if you understand the process, you wouldn't just stop there. See, that's what we call the salvation gospel. Absolutely, we know by the grace of God that we've been saved, not by our good works so that none of us can boast. That's Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. That's a really important scripture to understand because what is Paul pointing out? That Jesus did the work. We need to just acknowledge that. It's something only he can do. There's nothing we can do to get ourselves into heaven now you might say but i know people who are such great people and they're not christians but they're like better than christians you're telling me they're not going to go into heaven i would say no the bible makes that clear think about it how do you know what good works are what's the measurement stick like who gets the measure so if one person is good in this way but not good in another way how do we know that they're better than those people or Who gets into heaven first like it starts to become this we're putting our own terms on it and that's just not how it works how do you know what is good and then you would think about intentions so why are people being good though is it because they want to feel good is it because they want recognition expecting something in return they want to go to sleep at night knowing that they were morally good maybe they do think it's because that's how they get into heaven but the intention is wrong you see what i'm saying they're not driven by jesus their action is not driven by Jesus their action is driven by something that's human and those intentions we clearly see in the Bible that's not what gets you into heaven so I totally get it it's hard to understand but the, the the main thing is we have to recognize that only Jesus he did the work there's nothing we can do it's his grace that saves us however though don't miss this like I said earlier works faith without works is dead You find that scripture in James, faith without works is dead, and works without faith is dead. So it's both. A lot of churches wanna stop at just the faith. They wanna stop at just being saved, but we can't do that. I'm a trainer. If you came into the gym and said, I believe in this gym, and I believe in working out, and I believe in being healthy, awesome. You're a member of the gym, we love you. But would I love you if I just let you stay there and not do anything? Just look at the weights, look at the sleds, talk about nutrition, but not actually take any action. I would say now you have to enter the process, step two, of growing in your health and fitness and growing in your faith. You have to do something. You have to go pick up those weights. You have to start moving your body. Go for one more rep. Eat better. This is the process of sanctification in faith. You don't just stay where you're at, there are things you then will start doing because here's the question you gotta ask yourself. If you truly are changed, then aren't you going to see change? Meaning if there is a conversion in your heart, then there would be a conversion in your behaviors, your actions, your lifestyle, what you say, what you think, what you do. This is the process. This is the then, let's do something about it. It's continual. It's consistent. It's gonna be for the rest of your life as a follower of Christ. It doesn't mean you're gonna become sinless because I know a lot of people struggle and this is why they're asking, how do I know though? How do I know if I really believe? Because man, I keep making mistakes. Man, like sometimes I recognize how bad I really am at first and absolutely like you got a whole new standard of measurement when you're trying to be more like Christ but this is the process that you engage in and over time you get better and better because you're gonna start doing the deep work and growing. I have to answer a question really quick that I get a lot though is, can I lose my salvation? No, Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 would tell you that once you believe that Jesus is the way, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. No one could take it away. But again, the deep question we're asking is, do you really believe? I can look at your life and say, all right, do you really believe Jesus? This is why I love the book of Revelation. Read the letters that Jesus writes or the apostle John writes from the vision of Jesus to the early churches. He, he talks to two churches for sure about this. Like you have faith, but you don't have works. Do you really believe? You have works, but you don't have faith. Like, do you really believe? It's time to confess. It's time to repent and really deep, do a deep dive. Do I really, really believe? And I can give you some reflection questions right now to think about. So you can, you can kind of think like, how do I know? How do I know if I'm in this process of faith? Like, you know, I, I want to believe, I do believe, but am I really doing anything to show it or to feel it? How do I experience God's presence? Well, ask yourself, all right, if you really believe, then have you ever shared your story? Because you know how it is. When you're pumped up about stuff, you share. You want people to know. Do you read the Bible? Do you study? Do you live by God's word and try to discover his plan for your life? Do you have a consciousness of your heart and kind of feel like that discipline when you make bad choices or do something wrong like you can almost feel like ah the awareness is there like yeah I need to confess now like yeah Lord that's not that's not what I want to be doing I need some help with that are you yielding to God and surrendering and denying yourself and following him or are you still doing what you want to do oh yeah i'm saved so i'm just gonna keep on sinning away because thank god he saves me like come on now i would i would check your heart right there like really i mean where's the desire to want to change uh do you reflect god's love to others do you attend a bible church that's teaching the bible and sticking to it do you have christian fellowship you need accountability do you feel forgiven do you forgive you pray regularly and if you go to our website fmuchurch.com you'll see our statements of faith you'll see a lot of stuff in there about like so what does it look like Uh, there are things that we do as we're becoming Christians and followers of Christ and you'll see some examples you'll see some more just these are just some simple reflection questions to help yourself understand are you in that process of your faith driving your action now I'll kind of drill home these points again to remind you. Why would you do work? Why would you take action? Because you are so grateful for your salvation. It's not pressure, it's motivation. It's not you have to, it's you want to. Because I know that Jesus died for me, oh man, do I want to become a different person and be more like Him. So it's that gratitude. Thanksgiving is coming up. What a great time to be thankful for that miracle. The story we shared of the woman who bled, she was healed. Her health issue was alleviated. She was allowed to go back into the temples, into the churches to worship, to be around family and friends. I'm sure she was so thankful for that miracle that she told the world about it and she hopefully stayed in that gratitude and changed forever. And that's why we changed because we're so grateful for that miracle of life. And so if you have never experience that feeling then I would encourage you to take step one and confess to the lord to, to yeah to Jesus that he is your lord and savior and that you want to dedicate your life to follow him and guess what when I first did it it didn't make sense and the second time it didn't make sense and the third time it didn't make sense but guess what I didn't have anyone pushing me to then the next step after you do that it's get engaged in the process of being sanctified. Jesus prays for his believers and disciples to the Father in John 17 to be in this world, but not of it, and to be sanctified by the truth. Meaning, keep following what the Word of God says, and you will engage in this process with the Holy Spirit to be guided, to be changed mentally and in your heart and in your behaviors and your actions. And This gratitude is what leads to the desire to want to know God. This gratitude is what gives us that motivation to give back, to serve, to get involved, to change friends when it's just not making sense and it's too toxic and they're bringing you down, to make better choices. This gratitude for our salvation is what gives us the willingness to step out in our faith and follow when called, even though it doesn't make sense. The Lord needs us to start stepping out and standing firm and standing tall and and denouncing deception and speaking truth. To trust when we have no idea where we're going, when it looks crazy to the world. This gratitude is what leads us to, to wanting to first seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And then trust that all the other needs will be provided for. He tells us that. Jesus tells us that in Matthew 6, 33. And so I just finished with that. If you don't know him, I encourage you to start seeking him and then get Get to that next phase where you really start growing. It's a, Everyone's at different levels, just like in fitness. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. But you want to know how you get in heaven? I'm so sorry if it hurts your feelings. Take it to God. It's the Bible's word. Jesus says in 14.6, No one gets to the Father except through me. He is the only way. He's the way. There's no other way. We can't put our interpretation on it. And if you're not there yet, please keep diving deep into the scripture and uh, discover it for yourself. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever take my word for it. And I'll finish with one last question. But I don't know if I really believe this. I do believe in God, but maybe we need to rethink the Bible. I mean, just because he says that is it really true. And here's what we know. The Bible is 100% true. So if you don't believe the Bible is 100% true, then I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself, Do you really believe in God? Because if you don't believe the Bible is 100% true, then technically speaking, you don't. Oh, I'm speaking some hard truths today. I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers. I know I'm going to shake some things up. I know I'm going to create some tension, but it's not about me. It's not about me. How many of you feel an urgency right now, seeing the way the world is, to get this message out? We want you to go into heaven. This is the only thing that matters. So, no hesitation i love you guys and take it up with the lord it's his word god bless you guys if you got hit by something today chances are other people need to hear it they need a miracle in their life they need to feel the joy and peace and contentment and healing and restoration that only Jesus can provide. So let's point them to him, share this so that they can start on their journey to find him. Join us at FMU Fitness and FMU Church and the FMU Faith Fitness Farm for more. Stay tuned to see what's about to go down. It's going to be incredible. God bless you guys. Remember, it's not about you, but it starts with you. Have a fantastic day.